0: Kentucky thoroughly handled North Carolina over the weekend. And that should be a loud and clear reminder of where this program's at, of what North Carolina basketball is currently. And that is a program not close to contending right now. This rebuild might last, might take more time than I think some are giving credit to, or acknowledging. There are Tar Heel fans who I think refuse to acknowledge they're in a rebuild at all. Let's compete, let's be a top 10 team right now. That's not who they are. These neutral site showcases, they're designed to simulate the NCAA tournament. Coach K receives a ton of criticism for not playing true road games, but instead preferring to play in Madison Square Garden against top-flight programs or playing in Chicago or in Indianapolis or in Vegas, and you fill in the blank. And he's spoken about this many times. He says, if I'm going to be judged by how I perform in March, I want to have events that help simulate that so my players know what to expect when we get there. You're going to be playing in these massive NBA venues. This is what the sight line's going to be like. Maybe I'll expose them to prep a day out so they know what uh, one-day prep looks like between a Thursday-Saturday game or a Friday-Sunday game. And North Carolina purely had that. When they stepped on that plane to Vegas, they did not know they were playing Kentucky. They learned a little bit more than 24 hours before the game. So it's perfect if you're Hubert Davis. In the tournament, this is what you're going to be dealing with. One-day prep, you got your opponent, let's line it up and see how you do and North Carolina performed poorly. In fact, in the 3 neutral site games that North Carolina's had this year, they're 0 and 3. This is not a team that's going to contend. Saturday was Hubert's worst nightmare. In the past, North Carolina prided itself in rebounding, toughness inside. You're not going to score in the paint. You're not going to grab offensive boards. In fact, we're going to grab all these offensive boards and good luck trying to stop us. North Carolina, a mainstay, top 10 in offensive rebounding percentage. Now I think they're ranked outside the top 100. And on Saturday, with smaller lineups, Hubert trying to push stretch fours to the perimeter rather than having two bigs in the paint, the Tar Heels got bullied. Out-rebounded by 18. Allowed 17 offensive boards. 54 points in the paint. And they didn't get anything for what they surrendered in size. If you're going to push guys to the perimeter, you're going to run things a little bit smaller, you hope to get something for that. And what Hubert, and this is what we talked about in the offseason, was going to get in return for that with this new style he's running, adding his own flavor to the Carolina offense, was three-point shooting. That was non-existent Saturday. The Tar Heels were 1-for-13 shooting the three ball. So there was no trade-off. But I'll give Hubert credit. He took the high road after the game. Hubert said this is something that'll be good for the Tar Heels. In fact, he went as far to say he thanked John Calipari. Listen. But right after the game, I shook hands with Coach Calipari, and I I thanked him. I said, I appreciate that... uh, Um, You guys played this well because you put us in a position to um, be the team that we need to be. And I said, I appreciate that. And um, you can't walk away from this game at all and not be able to look yourself in the mirror and say, we got to be better. (laughs) It just can't. (laughs) This might be my biggest concern, though. The Tar Heels, they're telling you who they are. They're not a contender right now. They're not close to being contenders. This might not take just one year. It could take longer than that. Because when you look ahead, regardless of how things go this year, there's going to be a ton of turnover this next offseason. You know you're losing Manic and Leakey. I think it's almost a sure thing. You're losing both Caleb Love and Armando Baycott, too. Those are four players you're losing. Armando, Dawson Garcia could go either way. If he leaves, that's five. The freshmen who aren't getting any minutes might find the grass is greener somewhere else because they're not getting in. I'd worry about them too if you lose both that's seven. And what does that leave you? Anthony Harris, Kerwin Walton, Justin McCoy. what you're left with. Now, that's the absolute doomsday scenario, and things would be opened up on the transfer portal, and you might already be thinking to yourself, Josh, but I'm sure they're going to have a great recruiting class coming in. If you look at that class, they have three or four guys signed or three or four guys committed. None of them's a five-star player. So I don't know if you have game-changing high school talent that's coming in, and the high school talent you recruited this year didn't play that much, and that's something that, I'm sure other schools are going to recruit against North Carolina with. It might take more than one year. That isn't to say this team's not good. I think they're going to make the NCAA tournament. If they win a game, great. But this is not an ACC title contender. This is not a team that's going to win the NCAAs. Months ago when I said this, I was called a hater. Now I think Tar Heel fans are starting to realize it because it goes back to what I said at the beginning. People and teams. They're begging to tell you who they are. They're begging to tell you. North Carolina, I think, showed us quite a bit in that nightmare scenario Saturday afternoon.